Hello, and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. We are your hosts, Jeff Hall and Patrick Terry. We're two dads with a love for movies. Join us as we discuss movies we have seen with our kids, as well as movies we have seen without them. Hello, Patrick. How's it going? Pretty good, Jeff. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. We are rock and roll on this uh, August 1st. Yeah. July came and done went. <laughs> Made an, imp- an impact as far as heat. So now August is yes. usually the hottest month. So let's see what it has in Yes. <laughs> yes. I uh, thought you, know, you saw just... heat. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. like, am I a joke to you? <laughs> Yeah, I know, like, right? No, no. It's like, no, no. It's like, cool. It's cool. No, no, no. We just thought we'd let you have a break. We thought yeah. we'd let you have a break. We'd take over yeah. for a minute. You take the gear off. Just chill. <laughs> just chill out. Just chill out. We'll take, we'll get this one. <laughs> I did all your work. Just, yeah. Just sit back and take the blame for school starting so early. You've got enough going on. You have a very busy schedule. Just we'll we'll do that. We have not we had the fourth, you know, it's, we were good after that. So Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's uh so I know your daughter starts school Wednesday, you said? Yep. Man. All nervous. I'm like, Don't worry about you got it. Just once you get yeah. it, you know, you got three days this week. Just, just go through them. And after that, you'll be all right. Just be boring syllabus stuff for a week. Right. Boring syllabus stuff. (sighs) Yeah. The Hall kids go back next or go back a week from today. So next Monday, they will have their first day. So be ready to roll with sixth and second grade. <laughs> I got my junior. I miss those days. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's crazy business. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, everybody had a good week. Apparently, my kids are both uh, currently big and doing puzzles. York and I have been working on a puzzle. They so they had these like puzzles that I guess they're I don't know if they're sponsored or they just or what, but Basically, they're blockbuster puzzles, mm-hmm. so blockbuster video. So the the puzzles come in the shape of like a VHS tape, which is really cool looking. So it's got that kind of cool rectangular thing, like you just pull a movie out. Uh, yeah. So the one we got is one of it's it's going to wind up being a poster of The Shining. Now it's not it's original art. It's not like a reprint of a of one of the posters from the movie. Yeah. So in my genius decision of pick of, you know, showing him the options and him picking that one, I'm like, yeah, this would be a great one. It'll be awesome. Except there are, there's black. uh, The writing is in white Mm -hmm. and then orange. So essentially black and orange are the only two colors in the entire, in 90, 5%, 96% 5%, 96% of this puzzle is just black and a different tone of orange. I could not have made a worse decision <laughs> <laughs> for a 500 piece puzzle than picking one that is just essentially two colors. Yeah. Dang. So far, so last Monday, uh, last Monday, York and I spent. Almost three hours because we watched everything everywhere all at once. And he really liked it. Really liked it. He thought it was great. He loves Rakakuni. That's his that's his thing right now. He'll just randomly shout out Rakakuni. So we spent about two and a half, three hours working on it then. And then Thursday evening, Grayson was taking a gymnastics class and we worked on it some more. We worked on it from about six six thirty mm-hmm. till about eleven o'clock at night. Dang, <laughs> we are still not done. <laughs> We've worked on it for almost seven to eight hours and are still not done. It's a good puzzle, then. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good puzzle. 
All we have left are doors. So they're all the same color. Okay. It's just, I just got to rely on geometry. Yeah, pretty much. Just like, oh, this is annoying. So that's all we, but that's all we got left, and we'll be done. Oh, and while we were doing that puzzle, we watched. Uh, he'd never seen Akira, mm-hmm. the the anime movie. So I knew I was like, I'm gonna go find it. You're gonna like this. So we found it, and yeah, he really enjoyed it. He thought it was really, really cool. And so at 11 o'clock, I'm like, dude, <laughs> we got to stop here because I got to go. I got to get. It's like you may not need to get to bed, <laughs> but I have to work tomorrow. Yeah. I need to get to bed <laughs> at the very least. So we we've put a pause on that. So yesterday, Grayson wanted to do uh, one of the. Well, uh, we have a puzzle at the office. It's a three hundred piece puzzle. I'm like, okay, well this will be easier because it'll be bigger pieces. Yeah. yeah the fewer the uh, generally the fewer the pieces, the bigger the or the fewer number of pieces, the bigger the size. Yeah. So like we'll be able not. We worked on that for an hour and a half because we watched one of the movies I'll talk about today. And uh, we watched that and well, she watched more of it than I did. Well, no, let's take that back. No, we watched. Yeah, no, we watched Equal Now, but we're still not done with that. But we're about 90 percent done. 85 to 90 percent done. This one's a little bit easier. Because it's an, they're actual pictures and not like a, not like a fan art type of thing. But it's right. an actual, they're actual pictures, so it makes it a lot easier to group the pieces together. Yeah. So even if you're just doing sections at a time, you know, get separate them in different ones and then put them all together, and all that. So that one's been easier, still time consuming, which is fine. Right. Yeah. You know. But yeah, that's that's been the latest thing with them so it's been uh it's been something <laughs> dang well um Makala, she we had she had to get a form notarized for giving for you know releasing her to be able to work because from being 16 and i was like maybe it's something you should have they should have had you fill out before you started but you know better late than never i guess <laughs> yep so it took her to get that notarized. She was like, she felt so like professional doing it. <laughs> Just walking in, had this form, had to get it filled out. She, and um, then we had to get some supplies because she hadn't had a lot of time to get some school supplies. So we went to Target first and it just looked like a barren town, like <laughs> their school <laughs> section. A lot of what she needed wasn't there. And so she's like, I think, we'll, I think we'll be able to find what we need at Walmart. I'm like, probably. But at the same time, I'm thinking, man, it's going to be so many people. <laughs> Yep. That's why. That's one reason why I don't like going to Walmart because not just there's a lot of people, but the lines. It's gonna take forever to get through those lines. And um, but as soon as we walked in, looked to the right, school supplies everywhere, more than what Target had. And um, she didn't need a lot, but we was able to find everything that she needed. Added added to what few things we got from um, Target, and then the line wasn't long. You know, it didn't take too long to get through. Just even better. So it was a short line, but everybody had baskets full. <laughs> so it was like right, well, it was right. better than thirty people. So it was like three people, but full baskets. Eh, just now we're just depending on the speed of the <laughs> cashier. Fun. Yeah, but um, it was right. Cool. Yeah, um, yeah, that's basically all the weekend was. And then you know we actually when we were at the bank, we had conversation about some things and just realized just how you know I, I know my daughter's smart, but. Some of the things that she was telling me about that was going on, like, kind of had a little proud dad moment. Because, <laughs> um, not to get those too, are always good. Yeah, not to get too personal. What it is, just my mom was telling yeah. me some stuff, and um, you know, I was like, yeah. well, I was kind of concerned. I was like, I don't think I should be concerned. And after our conversation, I'm like, yeah, I didn't have a reason to be concerned because she's got it. <laughs> so, yeah. So I was like, cool. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool. It's kind of our first little. Sit down conversation. We don't get those a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. York and I had to have one last last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last week because uh, my grandmother, which we've talked about before, she's ninety five. I mean, she's she was getting around decent when we were there for a visit. Uh, 
few weeks ago, but like a week later, boom. Some, I mean, she just fell like three times within like a 24 hour span. So mom finally got her to the hospital and they pretty much told her that she would need like 24 hour at home care if she went back home. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, no other reason they think it's just frailty. I mean, she's 95. She has a walker. She gets around decently. Um, but you know, still hard getting up and down and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so they got her in the assisted living where my grandfather was actually when he was in poor health. And she's there doing like a rehab stint for right now. And then hopefully she'll get a private room after that. Yeah. And that's probably where she's going to stay. My poor mom's been going through all kinds of stuff in the basement. Mm. I mean, she sent me a picture of just a tub, like one of those 12-gallon tubs, yeah. just full of cords and cables and AV switches. My dad or my grandfather had like a little mini radio shack. Just yeah. in case, just in case, yeah. and that's that's uh, and honestly, that pretty much sums up the gar- the basement, like the, at least the mudroom part of the basement, mm-hmm. is just just in case. That's literally what's pretty much everything that's in there. Yeah. So we don't need it now, but you know, I've, I've got it just in case. <laughs> so. Everybody should have a just in case. Well, you never yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. So she's so she's. You know, tossing away a ton of stuff. Just, I mean, nobody's going to use it. He's, you know, he's he he always was kind of a hoarder when it came to like paperwork. Mm-hmm. He's got bank statements and amongst and other things like that from like thirty years ago. Wow. For what? Everything's digitized. Just, mm-hmm. So it's a lot of recycling. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you know, he's old school like that or he was old school like that so he's but yeah so she's going through a lot of that but york and i had to have a talk about you know like my grandmother's health and what's going on and what you know my mom's having to do and you know he was very understanding very mature about it you know it's just it's you know it just is what it is you know my daughter probably wouldn't understand you know grayson wouldn't understand as much being seven but right york you know the that's closer to 12 than he is to 11 now, you know, it's, you know, a little more understanding and kind of of what's going on and everything. So, but anyways, enough Debbie Downer stuff. We uh, got fun stuff to talk about. Uh, TV talk. I started watching paper girls that, that we talked about based on the comic book series of the same name written by Brian K. Vaughn, who also wrote Why the Last Man, which is, as we have discussed when that show was on, named My Son Was Named After That. So this is basically a, uh, a few hours after 1988 Halloween night, four 12-year-old girls have to face a mission. Trapped in a co- complicated conflict, they will travel in time to save the world. So they basically are uh, trying to run and hide from from bullies in yeah. the morning, the wee hours in the morning on November first, and in doing so, find a find some sort of device that turns out to be a time machine, more or less, uh, as well as a couple of people from that they think are aliens, but are just from another time and place, right? And so. They by the end of the first episode, <clears throat> this show's going to be it. This show has a total of eight. I've only watched the first two, but by the end of the first episode, one of the characters, Aaron, ends up meeting her older self, meaning that all four of them had time traveled from 1988 to 2019. Yeah, <laughs> so far, I think it's off to a great start from the two episodes I have watched. Mm-hmm. It stays pretty faithful to the uh, to the tra- well to the comic book series. Uh, the first episode pretty much covers the first trade, so the first five or six episodes or uh, issues. Mm-hmm. It, it there is a little more. It's it's reminiscent. If you it's one of those. Hey, if you like Stranger Things, you may like Paper Girls. Yeah. However, there is more. There is more cursing in this than there was in Stranger than there is in Stranger Things. That's true. 
So something it does. It had a lot. It has a lot of Stranger Things vibes. Just be cautious if you're watching it with your tweens or teens yeah. that they like dropping the f bomb a lot more than uh, <laughs> than uh, Stranger Things did. Yeah. I watched. What are your thoughts? I thought it was pretty good. First first episode was kind of for me just kind of everywhere, but after that it just it gets it gets a little more I guess tighter as far as um how things are shot and come together but first three so far it's, it's it's interesting you know when i get a chance to check out the trade so i can read you know see where how it compares with the comics um mm-hmm. i think it'll be cool to have some, some more context to it um but yeah definitely stranger things vibes um i was actually looking at the character i was like um the Tiff character, I'm like, okay, so they got their Erica. <laughs> um, um, then KJ's kind of like Nancy. Um, yeah. Not sure where Aaron fits quite yet. <laughs> and then, but um, uh, Mac got the bad will cut. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but um. Yes. <laughs> then I was like, well, dang. So they went forward in time. Aaron sees her older self, yet there's no kind of consequence to that. So. You know, just no, remember what they talked about in Endgame. Yeah, Back to the Future is full of shit. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, <laughs> it debunks that. The, you know, kind of keeps they're consistent with Endgame's logic. <laughs> so you're saying, you know, your other versions can coexist. So, but um, yeah, cool so far. Curious where it goes. Same. So, and honestly, that's the only TV I've watched. I haven't really. I've been kind of taking a break a little bit from some of the shows I've been watching that I normally watch. Kind of, kind of, yeah, just take a break. Yeah. Like I'm behind on, I think I'm behind two episodes of Westworld. Um, one episode behind For All Mankind, I think. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, I hadn't even started <laughs> Westworld, so I've got a ways to go. It's the focus for this season seems to be like there's like NPCs, like a video game type style, mm-hmm. as of, uh, as opposed to like normal just like animatronic robots at a theme park. Yeah, this seems like it's kind of evolved to more of a, hey, we're going to kind of not necessarily pull the free guy type of universe, but that seems to be kind of like what it is. That it's more of a NPC. Uh, Gains consciousness, I guess. Yeah. Like it knows that it's an NPC and uh, they're going after like the person that's writing the, co- you know, that's writing the script for it. Okay. It's interesting, but I'm not full. Plus, you've got all the other nonsense that's hard to keep track of, anyways. And it's okay. I'm not like, I don't know. I like the, f- I really enjoyed the first season and the second one. Last season, I was less excited about. Mm-hmm. This one, I'm even less excited about. <laughs> but I'm watching it because I'm hoping it'll pick up and I'll enjoy it more. I just, I don't know. I, I, I feel like the, after this season, it may have run its course. Right. You know? Like, what more, other than recycling the same ideas, what more can we honestly do with it? Yeah. You know? Can they honestly do with it? So, but that's my hot take on West on Westworld. Yeah. Okay. But for all mankind, still, I'm telling I'm telling you, it's still one of my favorite uh, shows. Definitely one of my favorite Apple TV plus Apple TV shows, for sure. So it's interesting. Some good drama. Some good thrilling moments. Some good humor. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, just good chemistry with the characters. It's just, it's certainly worth a watch if you have, you know, if people haven't watched that. Definitely, highly recommend it. The stories aren't, you know, dull or recycled. It's a very interesting take on an alternate, an alternate history. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, have you watched anything else? No, I've got a list of shows I want to start. I mean, there's some that I have kind of started, but I'm going to wait till I get 
either finish with it or, you know, a few more episodes in to talk about it. I know okay. I want to check out Surface that just that started on mm-hmm. Apple, Apple TV, so that's one. Yep, same. Try to check out same. this week. And yeah, like you, I kind of took a break a little bit from TV, except for watching Paper Girls. Yep. And I'm taking my time with it. Like most shows, I want to just fly right through. I'm like one episode a day, maybe every other day. Just yeah. make it last. Make it last a little longer, even though it, they're all eight have dropped. I just take my time with it. So, True, especially if it ends up being like really, really good. <laughs> then you get through it like yeah. Oh. I want... <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, I feel like I might have. Made... Well, and I'm always afraid with uh, especially like a t- when it involves like some sort of time travel. And you feel like you really need to pay attention. I don't want to rush through it and think I'm in, you know, in case I miss something. I'd rather take my time with it. Yeah. So I could give it my full attention. Let's move on to our feature presentation. This week, we saw DC League of Super Pets. Rated PG with a runtime of one hour, 46 minutes. Good. Nice little time there. Mm-hmm. Starring the voice talents of Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Crypto, Kevin Hart as Ace, Kate McKinnon as Lulu, John Krasinski as Superman, Vanessa Bayer as PB, Natasha Leone as Merton, Diego Luna as Chip, Mark Marin as Lex Luthor, Keanu Reeves as Batman, Thomas Middleditch as Keith, a.k.a. Ice Skinny Pig, Ben Schwartz, a.k.a. Sonic, <laughs> voicing Mark, a.k.a. the Fire Guinea Pig, Olivia Wilde as Lois Lane, Maya Erskine as Mercy Graves, Yvette Nicole Brown as Patty, Jamila Jamil as Wonder Woman, Jermaine Clement as Aquaman, John Early as The Flash, Dasha Polanco as Green Lantern, David Diggs as Cyborg, Alfred Molina as Jor-El, Lena Hedy as Laura, Keith David as Dog-El, Busy Phillips as Foofy Dog, Dan Fogler as Coral. Whew, and I think we're done. <laughs> Talk about an all-star cast. Right. Right. To put it my way. So, Crypto the Superdog and Superman are inseparable best friends, sharing the same superpowers and Fighting crime side-by-side side in Metropolis. However, Crypto must master his own powers for a rescue mission with super, when Superman is kidnapped. Directed by Jared Stern and Sam Sam Levine. Not Sam Levine with one M. Not Sam Levine with two M's, as in the kid from Freaks and Geeks. And not another team movie. Not the same Sam Levine. Uh... Let's see. This movie was. This is a movie Grayson's been waiting to see for like four months. Ever since she saw like the first trailer, mm-hmm. she's been waiting for this movie to come out. And so she was so excited. When we York was a little bit less excited, I think, because obviously it's. He's older, so his movies are. His movie tastes are different. Uh, but we all four went. And he really, he thought it was really good. Grayson, Grayson, in her own words, gave it two super thumbs up. So, there you go. Or I guess it would be two super paws up. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I really, you know what? I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Like, I thought it would be cute. But I, I think Ruth and I laughed more than anybody else in the theater. Probably, too, because we were catching, like, all the Easter eggs that were, you know, the tension, the detail, different Easter eggs going on. Yeah. Uh, you know, in the background. And we we're cracking up at that, I think. So. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, what do you think? I went in this with no expectations, really. You know, because I'm like, it's different. You know, you got The Rock, Kevin Hart, and all these voice talents. You know, it's voice talents. You don't see them. So um, I did enjoy it. Not all the jokes landed for me, but I did laugh more than I thought I would. Um, 
I don't know if it was just me. Like, it seemed like Kevin Hart wasn't as animated as he usually is. Like, I remember him. He was from, reined in. Yeah. It seemed like they really had the, it was like, like chill. <laughs> you know, because just some of the delivery was a little calm or just kind of like level. Yeah. I was like, all right. It's kind of weird, but I'll, all right, I'll go well, with it. I mean, if you think about it, he's playing a big kind of more, you know, big big dog he's trying to be you know no pun intended but try he's having to try and be the big dog yeah i mean if it because if you think about what kind of dog would kevin hart be he probably would be like a really. chihuahua yeah <laughs> or like a chihuahua or a chihuahua or something that's like a tiny dog that's loud you know big yappy yeah. dog that would yeah. be kevin hart you know yeah i think yeah, instead of whatever i don't even know what kind of dog ace was but yeah yeah i don't know um but yeah i did i did like it did it like when they first introduced lex luther seemed like he had a lisp <laughs> but yeah i was listening like all right um which i thought was funny you know because he's trying to be all serious about it and i'm just like yeah there's that lisp <laughs> but um yeah it was more enjoyable than i thought um but there were kind of there were some moments in there where i was a little bored <laughs> You know, I'm yeah. sitting there like, oh man, it just kind of drags a little bit. So they probably could have trimmed some time up to kind of keep the pacing mm-hmm. going. Um, but yeah, going in, not really expecting much, and came out. It was okay. Like I said, it was a cool, it's a cool family movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed. I want another movie where Keanu Reeves voices Batman. Yeah. I thought he, oh, beautiful. I'm like, why hasn't he been doing this? Because <laughs> this right. is amazing. I was like, he did an excellent job. I was like, I want more of this. <laughs> yeah. So maybe if there is a sequel, you know, which I'm sure this is going to make a bunch of money, so probably will. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious uh, what they'll do. Like, who will be the, who will be the focus? Will it still be the same group, or will they kind of veer off to the more little side, side thing and then bring people in? Or yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Probably same. My guess, same group. They may may introduce one or two new characters, you know, to yeah. add to the team. Did like Lulu? So, yep. Character. Oh yeah. Funny. Yeah, I'm like. Oh, I I'm like. Uh, go ahead. No, you. I was saying like, um, not only did, it's not it's bad enough that that Superman gets kidnapped. Yes, Kryptonite was used, but it was a guinea pig, a hairless guinea pig at that. Like yes, you're not gonna live that down. <laughs> nope, like, it's just funny. Like I, if I was Batman, I'm like you know, at least I didn't get kidnapped by a hairless guinea pig. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, again, I I love the attention, the detail, the little. Like one of my favorite things they they showed was, well, there's a fight going on in the city. You see somebody get knocked, you know, knocked back. And as they're flying by, there's a there's a Broadway poster instead of for instead of cats, it says Catwoman, mm-hmm. but it's the cat's poster. I cracked up at that. I loved it. I thought that was hilarious. But it's like small little things like that. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Big Belly Burger, which is you know reference to the place where they eat in the CW show The Flash. They they love getting their Big Belly Burgers, and. The one thing I was always curious, I'm still curious as to which Green Lantern this is. That's not Jessica Cruz, who I thought it would be, but it's somebody else. I'm trying to, because all it lists is Green Lantern under IMDb. It doesn't list like Green Um, Lantern or so-and-so slash Green Lantern. So it was was cool. I liked it. I'm just kind of don't recognize that one. And I do like, well, I don't want to give that part away. But there, there is something that I really liked that I should have seen coming like a, a whole mile away and did not until the end. I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes so much more sense now. So per, um, I don't know if it's acting you know, on Wikipedia, you can, anybody can kind of edit it. Per the information there, I said it is Jessica Cruz. Okay. But they do. It's you know, different. So. Just but, a different look, which yeah, is cool think, with me. I think it's more taking the actress's look because she's kind of shapely. So they designed mm-hmm. it after her. So I looked and I'm like, dang, all right. Okay. 
<laughs> channel her inner um, sexy girl. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was cool. Okay. I thought John Krasinski as Superman was done really well. Natasha Leone as Merton. Oh my God. I think that's my favorite character. Hilarious. You didn't know what was going to come and, out of my mouth. <laughs> no, you didn't. And they bleeped like several parts because, yep. like, it's just in. Just it was one of those the other things like we didn't know what was, she was going to say. And then, you know, she'd say something crazy and then there'd be a bleep, you know, the censor, whatever it was that, you know, it didn't even get said. But, you know, they just implied that, you know, a uh, curse word was used. Yeah. And I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> but I was like, they could not have cast that any better for her. So, yeah, um, but I loved it. I think, yeah, again, great family movie. If you, it's honestly one of the better DC sh- movies that come out in a while, to be honest. I was like, wow, can, why can't we have more of this? <laughs> like, why can't this, they translate this, this to their live right. action? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's like, this is one of their best ones, and here we are. So, yep. oh, and uh, for for those of you that do choose to go see it, uh, be uh, if you can if you're taking kids, if you can get them to stay through the credits, there is a mid credit scene and a post credit scene. Yeah. So it's a mid one. Yeah, you know, not that big of a thing, but the end credit scene's kind of worth it. So yeah. It's very meta, also. Yeah. <laughs> a, a multitude. Well, it's definitely a. Yeah, no, I'll just leave it there. Yeah. But yeah, I highly recommend it. Uh, very funny, very just fun. You know, nothing too weighty. Great summer movie at that. Uh, you know, I'm sure Grayson's going to want to watch it again. Yeah. So, I mean, I would too, to be honest. I want to see what all. I want to see what other Easter eggs that were in it that I missed. So, yeah, it should be coming HBO Max soon. I, I, I wonder what I, I wonder what the, what the timetable will be for it drops. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All righty. So that's uh, DC's League of Super Pets again, rated PG, and one hour forty six minutes long. Probably be trimmed down to like one forty one thirty five maybe. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah, cause I was sitting. There, I, I was on my phone a lot more on this than I usually am for any movie, whether it's animated, or live action. I was like, "Yeah, this is weird." <laughs> it ain't mm-hmm. <laughs> I just did it just so I could, because I was bugging me when I can't. It always bugs me whenever I can't figure out voice actors. Mm-hmm. So when I can't figure it out but have an idea, that's yeah. I mean, that's I different. I was, I was, I was, I was literally on Facebook, just <laughs> like I don't need to be looking, <laughs> like you know. So I was, yeah. I was, my mind was drifting to other things. So gotcha. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Cool, man. All right. Perfect. So while I was debating when I was going to watch Paper Girls, uh, I was going to start watching. Then I saw <laughs> the, the poster for um, One Up. And I watched the trailer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't expect much from this, but. It's got video games, so I might check it out. Yeah. So, <clears throat> One Up is on Prime Video. Uh, it was released July 15th of this year. Hour and 40 minute runtime. And directed by Kyle no- Newman. Stars uh, Paris Berelk as Vivian, or V, which is her call name. Uh, Taylor Zakar Perez as Dustin. <clears throat> Hari Neff as Sloan. Ruby Rose as Parker. DJ Mosner as Diane, Madison Baines as Lily, and Lolita Malena as Jenna. Uh, it's about a. It follows a gamer who quits her college esports team due to sexism from her male counterparts, which I found out you can actually get a scholarship for gaming. I didn't know that. I'm like, man, I should have right, took that right. more serious. <laughs> um, yeah, that's no good kidding. to know. <laughs> um, so. I looked up a little more. So Valerie is a competitive gamer whose impressive skills have landed her a place on her university's male-dominated esports team. Told she'll never be a starting player, 
Valerie forms an all-girl team to take down the guys in the national national championship. Um, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. You know, basically, she's support. Um, the only reason she gets to play in in the comp- in the game at the, at the beginning of the movie is because somebody over, I guess, extends their thumb, <laughs> has a thumb injury. Yeah, yeah extends their thumb, so he has to sit out. So they bring her in and. You know, she's there to basically keep everybody healed if they uh, sustain too much damage. And the leader is Owen, and he's real, you know, masculine, narcissistic when it comes to gaming. He's the leader. And um, he likes, I guess, you know, he just likes taking all the credit. But, um, you know, he makes a comment about how, you know, they're there just because they're women. They're not really good at what they're doing. And it's that, so... B and her friend Sloan, they quit and decide to form their own team. It kind of felt like pitch perfect in a way, how they handle some yep. of the how they handle some of the uh, auditioning and just um, just how that approach similar to how the first pitch perfect was. Um, I don't know if this is how multiplayer games go because I don't I don't play multiplayer. So I don't know mm-hmm. how it is where they're going back and forth, drawing at each other. But I like it because it's more face to face, like esports. They have their own screen yeah. and they're going back and forth and having to have um, communication with each other to, you know, just like you would if you're in a real war, so to speak. But it's yeah. video game form. Um, it's not the best acted, <laughs> and I could, you know, you can tell it's definitely male directed because the lead actress. They really focus on her looks and camera angles and whatnot. But um, it's an okay movie. Not the worst I've seen this year. Mm-hmm. Um, not the best. So it's about in the middle. Um, there's some, I mean, there some moments that I laughed more than I thought I would. There's a scene where one of the characters, one of the actors switch her in-game character to a chicken. And... Um, <laughs> goes off and just pretty much takes over the the, the scene as far as winning the, the battle and I thought that was pretty amusing and um, but yeah I mean it's it's something you could probably put on in the background and watch you know maybe younger the younger artists probably could get more out of it than right. adults probably but it was okay <laughs> it was okay it was gotcha. watchable uh, I don't know if I'd watch it again but for what it was it was alright I don't know if okay. they actually got the message across as far as sexism and gaming, but they tried. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah. It was cool. Okay. Cool. Uh, yesterday, while Grayson and I were doing our puzzle at the office, we watched, uh, we watched the movie Spirit Untamed based on the original spirit movie and then dreamworks did a series or has a series of the horse spirit on netflix as well so spirit untamed is rated pg our runtime 28 minutes with uh starring isabella merced who uh, who voices lucky prescott she was in the live action dora the explorer she played dora Hola, Dora. Hola, Boots. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Marseille Martin uh, voices Prudence Granger. McKenna Grace voices Abigail Stone. Walton Goggins voices Hendrix. Uh, Andre Bronner voices Al Granger. Julianne Moore voices Cora Prescott. Jake Gyllenhaal voices Jim Prescott. And... Uh, I think it's pronounced Iiza Gonzalez voices Milagro Navarro Prescott. So basically, Lucky Prescott's life has changed forever when she moves from her home in the city to a small frontier town and befriends a wild Mustang named Spirit. Doing so, at the beginning of the movie shows you that uh, Lucky's mom was a like a circus entertainer mm-hmm. that did tricks on horses and stuff like that. 
and one trick turns fatal and she her uh, and lucky who was a baby at the time ends up having to go and live with her auntie and uncle in Bel Air. No, uh, <laughs> does move to go live with her, with her aunt and her grandfather in the city, and because her dad had, is, had was not able to, I guess, was just coping with the loss of his wife from this horse, you know, from this accident on the horse, who turned out to be spirit. So there's that. And so she goes, Lucky ends up traveling back to visit her dad with her aunt uh, while her grandfather is out politicking, so to speak. Yeah. (laughs) And so she ends up befriending spirit and because she's about the only one that's able to understand what the horse is going through. And meanwhile, Hendrix is... Uh, horse wrangler is trying to, I guess you could, I think they call it breaking horses, where they make them more docile. I guess is that a good way to put that? I guess, and not as rambunctious. So they, there's that whole thing, and her dad also not wanting, well, she's having to rebuild her relationship with her dad. She's also, her dad's not wanting her to get on a horse. Or be around him really, yeah. But he's having to. But she, of course, doesn't listen to anybody and just kind of does her own thing. Her and her friends, Prudence, Abigail, or Prudence and Abigail. Once they see that spirit had gotten taken by the cattle wrangler or the cattle, the horse wrangler Hendrix is off to go try and save spirit. So. There and there's your journey, and you know friendships for him and all that, and her dad ends up having to get over it. The whole her being on a horse thing. It's a cute movie. It was great to have on while we were doing this puzzle. Uh, my daughter liked it. She'll probably watch it again. I'm sure she'll probably end up watching the series. But yeah. this is a great movie for you know for like for you know like four to. 10-year-old girls will probably like it. Uh, guys, I I don't know if boys will like it or not, but maybe so. But I think it's more marketed for the for the age range for girls. And it's cute. I mean, there's no... There's a few funny moments in it. It's not super great, but it's entertaining. I mean, it's I, I, I wasn't bored with it. Yeah. Uh, a couple of the voice actings was kind of a little stiff, but yeah, you know, for what it was, it was entertaining. I, I, you know, I didn't dislike it, so I enjoyed having it on. So, uh, no, it's on Peacock. Cause I think that's where we watched it, and I think it's also on Hulu. So, Spirit Untamed. Ooh. All right. Um. <clears throat> My last, my final entry. Uh, I watched this on the Hayat app, uh, which is mostly just martial arts movies. And uh, it's called Baby Assassins. Uh, This was originally released September 25th, 2021, but came to the Hayat app on the 22nd of of, uh, July. Runtime of an hour and 35 minutes. The director is Yugo Sakamoto. <clears throat> now my 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 fun my my favorite time to hopefully not okay. put your names. You got this. Um, starring Akari Takeishi as Sugimoto Chisato. You have Sayori Izawa as Fukugawa Mahiro. <clears throat> uh, Mone Ikitoni as Hamaoka, Hamaoka Himari, who's the boss's daughter. You have Yusukazi Muromiya as Hamaoka Apaye as the boss of the Yakuza. Um, then Satoshi 
Ayeki Kia as Hamoka Kazuki, who's the boss's son. So, Shisato and Mahiro are two high school girls who, after graduating, they're made to live together, get part-time jobs, and which they're really not great at keeping because they're young and real, just you know, the young. Yeah. <laughs> and and then living together kind of gets testy because they have different personalities. But their primary job is they're assassins, which they're terrifyingly good at. <laughs> So the movie it starts off with um, <clears throat> my hero trying to do an interview for a job at a market, and she just she gets bored. Like she starts talking to herself. Like uh, it's subtitled, so but um, she's talking to herself. Like oh, this is boring. This, this boss is getting on my nerves, and it's like screw it. She starts fiddling with her bag, takes gun out, pops him in the head. <laughs> it's so. She steps out of the office and the other employees are like, okay, you killed our boss, so we must avenge him. And there's this crazy fight scene where she's just taking everybody out. Come to find out it's all in her head. You know, and so interview's still going on. She kind of gets, she kind of zones out and the boss is trying to get her attention. And when he does, she snaps out of it and kind of smacks him real good. And he's like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> you know, so... Long story short, she's a sociopath. She's got sociopath. She's a sociopath. She cannot interact mm-hmm. with, you know, normal public type deals. Um, but then her friend Chisato has a job at a restaurant where, you know, again, trying to do the normal thing because they're assassins. That's what they're, they're trained to kill, but they're trying to do the normal thing. So they have, I guess, for cover. Um. And this, just things just don't go well for them. Like, you know, no matter how yeah. they try to just do normal stuff, they can't. They're just they're just great at killing because that's what they were trained to do. And that's just their that's just their right. thing. And so basically, this is the movie just showing them trying to do normal, get normal jobs, try to get along. But then along the way, they end up taking somebody out they probably shouldn't have. And so now they're having to face that that issue. <laughs> and um I thought it was an entertaining movie. The fight choreo- choreography was good. Um, just their the body language in this, like as far as how they carry themselves, it's just comedy with body language. You know, not, not too many people can do it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but it's just overall entertaining. Um, right now on Rotten Tomatoes with eleven reviews, it's at a hundred percent. Which there you go, and um, there's no audience score yet, but um, but yeah, I, I found it very entertaining, funny, great action. Um, yeah, if you have the Haya app, it's one I recommend watching on there, and um, I need to start watching more movies from there. <laughs> <laughs> it took me it took me the week to watch it because I started watching some a little bit before work, and then. I finally finished it on Saturday, Saturday evening, and I was like, "Yeah, I, I was, I enjoyed that. I really did." I'm good. <laughs> cool. Um, for me, I watched the uh, not a twenty-four movie, but I pleasantly surprised not an a twenty-four movie. Uh, I watched She Will. I watched it on streaming. Mm-hmm. It is it is uh, not rated, but I would go probably PG thirteen R ish. There's no nudity per se. I don't even know if there's even language, but it is kind of horror. So there's at least a PG thirteen, right? And it's more psychological horror than it is out and out horror. Uh, Anyways, an aging film star retreats to the Scottish countryside with her nurse to recover from surgery. While there, mysterious forces of revenge emerge from the land where witches were burned. So you can see why I watched it now. <laughs> uh, starring Malcolm McDowell as Hathborn, Alice Krieg. 
as Veronica, Rupert Everett as Tyrador, Jonathan Aris as Padrick Lochran, Amy Manson as Lois, Owen Fuyer as Jean, and Kota Eberhardt as Desi. It's very much an independent film. It's directed by Charlotte Colbert. <clears throat> so, Veronica, or I think they just call her Nika in the in the movie, mm-hmm. or Mrs. Gant, G-E-H-E-N-T, uh, just had looked like double mastectomy surgery. And so she's going to this kind of countryside area to kind of uh, get away from the city, just be with herself and kind of and deal with the aftermath of everything. Unbeknownst when she gets there with her nurse, uh, with her nurse Desi, that's there to take care of her. She starts having these weird dreams, these visions, these things going on. And then she finds herself waking up. Uh, she finds herself waking up in the woods, not knowing how she got there. But, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Waking up in the woods and then knowing how she got there. And then finding out some strange things have occurred. So, here we are. <laughs> yeah. And then these, it's very. It's much like an A24 movie. It has beautiful cinematography, beautifully shot. Alex Krieg, is, her acting is amazing in this. It really kind of makes you think. It's about, you know, uh, Malcolm McDowell was stated uh, saying that the visuals, excuse me, the visuals are extraordinary, original, and unique. It came off the shoot really high on it. I'm really happy I did it, and I don't say that often. I really don't. But this time, I can. (laughs) The movie has a lot of themes that the director, Charlotte Colbert, uh, said she has always been interested in within her practice and within her life. She likes how trauma blurs one's experience of reality and time, how nature holds so much solace, how everyone carries within them the muscle memory of those who came before and those who came or those who will come after. How the infinitely small, like a cell, contains the same patterns as the universe. She likes how meaning and perspective and reality and time are all such fragile constructs that can break at any time. The genre of psychological horror seems to allow more artistic freedom than drama. It it also, at its heart, fittingly captures those existential feelings. So, that's a lot right there. Yeah. But it's really well done. Like it's just crazy how good the acting is in this. There are times you're like, "What in the hell is going on?" Yeah. Also makes sense, um, much like an A24 movie. Right. But it, if you like psychological thrillers and stuff like that, you'll definitely like this. If you like A24 movies, you'll like this also, because it's definitely kind of out there. It is very kind of trippy at times, and you will kind of wonder what's going on, but it all works out. It just, it's methodically placed, I guess is a good way to put it. But it is, yeah, no, it's really good. I'm a, I'm glad I watched it. It's really good. So highly, highly recommend. So that is the movie She Will. All right, trailers. We had a new trailer drop. Well, I guess a f- full official, not just a teaser trailer, for the movie Blonde. Uh, from Netflix, a fictionalized chronicle in the inner life of Marilyn Monroe, coming to Netflix September 28th, rating NC-17, interesting, with a runtime of two hours and 46 minutes. 
starring Ana de Armas as Norma Jean, Bobby Cannavale as the ex-athlete, Garrett Delahunt, Adrian Brody, Lucy DeVito, Sarah Paxton, Julian Nicholson, uh, Scoot McNary, and others. Looks looks interesting. I'm all for it. Yeah. Then coming out later this month, I can now say that because it's now August, we have Samaritan coming out August 26th uh, to Amazon Prime. Rated PG-13, a young boy warns that a superhero who was thought to have gone missing after an epic battle 20 years ago may in fact still be around. Starring Sylvester Stallone, uh, looks like Pilu Esbiak, uh, Javon Wana Walton, Martin Starr, Dasha Polanco, uh, Moises Arias, and Sophia Tatum. To round that one out. Looks in, it looks interesting. I'm I'm ready for it, to be honest. When I first saw and the then trailer, for, yeah, sorry, mm-hmm. I thought it was like Stallone doing his version of Steel because of the hammer on his back. <laughs> I was like, is, this, is this Stallone trying to do Steel, trying to outshine? Shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, not that it would take much, but yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's it's a. It looks good. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the not to be not to be confused with Disney's Pinocchio, we have Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Yeah. A darker version of the classic children's fairy tale of a wooden puppet that transforms into a real living boy. Uh, coming out in December. Looks like it's stop motion, or it's just real, or it's like literally animation, stop motion animation, animation. Yeah, but it looks it looks pretty cool. Starring Finn Wolfhard as Candlewick, Kate Blanchett as Sprezzatura, Ewan McGregor as Sebastian J. Cricket, Tilda Swinton, probably Fairy Godman would be my guess. Bern Gorman, John Turturro, Christoph Waltz, Ron Perlman, Tim Blake Nelson. And uh, David Bradley, who voices Geppetto. So, and then for TV, we have coming out August twelfth, the Amazon Prime series of A League of Their Own. So, telling their stories there. And Netflix season three slash the final season of Lock and Key comes out August tenth. So that'll be here before you know it. And then lastly, one that I'm probably most excited about, Five Days at Memorial is coming to Apple TV on August 10th. I remember listening to the audiobook that the show is based on, because it's based on true events that happened during Katrina, mm-hmm. about a hospital having to try and get people out of the hospital, trying to get them care when the power goes out, because... The hospital flooded, and the generators are down the bottom. So, generators get flooded and aren't working. So, starring a very Formiga. So, definitely check. I'm looking forward to that one. So, I feel like and, I watched a movie similar to that. Probably. It had Paul Walker in it. Does it sound like this? Maybe. It's been a Maybe. while. Maybe. <laughs> But yeah, it's uh looks good. And that's all I have. Oh, before we go, I definitely want to be sure we take a minute and wish two of our friends at Strange South. Uh Marlea had her birthday July thirtieth, so happy birthday to her. And today as we record on August first, today is uh bartender Courtney's birthday. So I wanna be sure I wish our happy birthdays to them before we go. Happy birthday. Indeed. And then think that, I feel like there was one more thing, but I think that's it. If not, it'll get talked about next week. Yeah, I don't. I have nothing more. Okay. Let's see here. And then 
Let's see. This week we have Bodies, Bodies, Bodies by A24. Uh, Secret Headquarters uh, dropping. I forgot which streaming service with Owen Wilson. And Resurrection. Looks like those are the three movies coming out. Or at least being released this Friday. Should be fun. So I guess for uh, both of us, uh, we hope everybody, all the parents out there, if you have kids going back to school, that we wish your kids good luck in their new school year and all the best. And to all the teachers, thank you, thank you, thank you ahead of time. Because we always appreciate our teachers here. And we wish everybody the best of luck and we hope everyone has an awesome week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our show and have a moment, please rate and review. It helps us out a lot. Also, recommend us to someone that enjoys movies or also has kids. You can find us on Twitter at PA Movie Podcast and on Instagram at Parental underscore advisory underscore movie underscore pod. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Parental Advisory Movie Podcast, and join in on the fun.